Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. My name is Pyle and Today, I am going to be diving into all things angel numbers. I think besides manifesting like your soulmate and your dream job, the number one thing people always ask me about is angel numbers. So in this episode, it is not planned. I don't have any notes. I actually always used to record my episodes just by the heart. I kind of would just hit my mic on and go for it, but I feel like I've been putting more pressure on myself. So today I'm trying to tap back into it. So I'm going fully unplanned. We're talking about angel numbers. I might dive into the meanings of a few of them, um, but the only reason I'm not going to specifically dive into the meanings of them is because I have tons of resources on that. I have a guide inside of Affirm It, and then I actually created a new sweatshirt line all about angel numbers. So even if you don't want to purchase those, which I think you might love them, um, especially if you're listening to this episode, but even if you don't want to purchase them, those sweatshirts and t-shirts can give you a good idea of what those angel numbers mean. So take them as you will. I'll put the link for the merch in the show notes just so you have them. I love the 111 sweatshirt and the 888 sweatshirt, but... Other than that, you guys have seen me wearing them too the past few days. But other than that, angel numbers. So kind of rewinding back, not even talking about the numbers, what angel numbers really are and the reason they became so popular is because it kind of started showing up as signs from the universe. And take it as you will. Some people are like, this is divine signs. This is divine numbers and numerology. And other people take these signs as They're just patterns that you're repeating in your mind because our subconscious looks for patterns. So once you start to have awareness that an angel number exists, your mind is just searching for a pattern. I see truth in both, to be super honest with you, and I don't see anything wrong in either. If it's just your mind seeking out patterns, but you like to believe that it is a sign from the universe, like what's the harm in that? I think that can be so empowering, and I think that's so like validating when we need that validation. On the other hand, if you fully believe like every time you see 111 that the universe is like showering blessings on you or your thoughts are manifesting in that moment, um, if that feels good to you, that's beautiful too. I think they are both beautiful meanings. And I think the biggest thing that I think we can all agree upon is that they have become very popular and they're not like a coincidence. Like they're not just there. Like they are showing up. People do see them. People are noticing them. So whether it's because of our brain choosing these patterns or because it's actually signs from the universe, I think it's beautiful regardless. And I don't think you have to undermine 
the power of it just because it can be seen as overly woo-woo. So that is something we are not going to dive into because I'm going to just take it as no matter wherever the sign comes from, it is a sign. So that's what I want to dive into is just the concept of signs. I love signs. I love angel numbers. Obviously, I love them enough to create a whole sweatshirt collection out of them. So I do love them. I think they carry so much energy. Like I like to think of angel numbers as little nudges and little guidances because on the journey of manifestation, I think the reason that so many people feel connected to angel numbers is because manifestation, like it is so unseen. It is so cerebral up until the manifestation shows up that these angel numbers and signs actually feel like 3D evidence. It's like the only 3D evidence we kind of get along the journey. There are certain things like depending on how deep in your meditation practice you are or how just aware you are of like the things you might have asked for one time and they actually do show up. Um, I think we forget that angel numbers, the reason they are so inspiring is because manifestation is so intangible until the manifestation shows up. So from the moment you ask to the moment you receive your manifestation, you don't get any clues or signals or hints most of the time besides kind of these signs and angel numbers. And I really think that is why people are so kind of obsessed with them, but not in a bad way. I think in a very valid way, because these angel numbers feel like our only little spark of hope because it can be discouraging on the journey. It can be like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Because the manifestation process and spirituality in general can be so up and down. It can be such a wavy journey for us so that when you have any sort of nudge or sign that you can just be like, oh my gosh, yes, this is a sign. It feels really good. And I know this contradicts the whole, you shouldn't need to feel validated, but we're all human. Like I need validation sometimes. Actually, a lot of the time, ask Tom, poor guy. I'm like, hey, I need some validation. Can you give me some? I just straight up ask him now when I know that's what I'm seeking. Like I know I need just like a second yes, like a second approval, whether it's the universes or my husband's, it's really nice to have like somebody else backing you up. It is nice to have another confirmation because it can feel like you're too in your head. You might struggle with trusting yourself. So I like to take these angel numbers as just another form of confirmation. And no matter how these are coming about or why these are coming about, I think that's beautiful. One thing I get asked a lot is what do angel numbers mean and what am I supposed to do when I see them? So for me, I have created like my own interpretations of angel numbers. There's a ton online. You can Google it. But my invitation to you is take it deeper and use your intuition. Like allow yourself to notice like every time you see 111, what's happening or what do you want to happen? Or every time you see 444, what are you noticing? Like use the foundations that you see on the internet or even within my own references as guidance, but maybe these numbers mean different things for you than they do for everybody else. And that's okay. Like you're allowed to have your own reasoning. Like for me, I know that I think 111 for most of what I've seen like on Google or on social media is, I don't even remember. I think it's something like trust the process, but that's what 222 means for me. So it's like, 
you get to choose. So for me, one, one, one means cosmic alignment. It means like you are in alignment, like you are aligned, like you're not being unseen. You're not forgotten by the universe. Like the universe knows you're here and like you are in alignment. You have that connection. That's what one, one, one means to me. And I think one, one, one is probably the most common one we see because of clocks, because of gas pedometers. It's not a pedometer, but you know what I mean? Like the gas mileage number on your car. Um, like one, one, one is such a common thing. And so let your own definition start to take over rather than everybody else's, including my own, like start to figure out what your definition for one, one, one means, because you see it so often. And for me, two, two, two means trust the process. It means like, let go of those fears, like trust, like this is your opportunity to trust. And I have figured out my meanings and those are the meanings I've shared forward. Um, And those meanings, once you know them, like you can see those numbers and be like, oh, thank you for the reminder. I don't necessarily think you have to do anything. Um, You don't have to like write an affirmation or you don't have to go do a manifestation ritual. I think take these numbers and these signs and their meanings as just confirmation, as a message. Maybe there is a message hidden in there for you where you're so stressed out, but you see 222 and you're like, you know what? I need to not stress. And that's it. And that's what you get to work on is like, those are those messages. Like the messages are what you need to try and do. And that's it. I think there's a lot of overthinking and overcomplicating of angel numbers, but seriously, as simple as looking at the number, finding the message, whether you Google it, whether you look down on your t-shirt, wherever you're looking to remind yourself of the message, it's okay if you don't have it memorized, wherever you look, see if that message resonates with you and take it forward. Like I like to think of angel numbers as like my universal oracle cards. Like we look at oracle cards as divine messages. So look at your angel numbers as a divine message as well, rather than overcomplicating that you have to do something so specific to amplify the energy and take advantage of this angel number. No, like we're all always connected to the universe. We are all always divinely supported. We're all divinely guided. So it's not like you're going to lose anything if you don't do anything. Like take away the action and allow yourself to just be and enjoy it. The only actions I can think of is if you are worrying too much or you're resisting change, but you do need to surrender. Those are the types of actions like I would recommend, but nothing very hands-on. It is very cerebral. It is very in your meditation or through your affirmations to take action is the only kind of action I would recommend. I always get a ton of questions in my DMs from people asking how I can manifest The truth is you can really manifest anything as long as it's for the greatest good. And if you're having trouble manifesting something right now, or you feel stuck on your journey, I have a really beautiful resource I've made for you. It's a free quiz. It's called the Manifestation Archetype Quiz. And it's something that I've created so you can find out your manifestation style to give you more clarity on your spiritual journey. After taking the quiz, you're going to receive the best resources for your specific archetype to help you attract your desires based on where you're at and what you want to create. So you can find a link to the quiz in the show notes or just head to my website at www.affirmation-addict.com. Another thing that a lot of people ask me with angel numbers is how do I start to see them? And my invitation to you is read about them. Read my guide. Um, I have one inside of Affirm It for you or Google it. Just read about angel numbers and 
start to see see them. Like allow yourself to just look at them and be like, hmm, one 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 feels cool, or maybe four four four, and just play. Um, the way you can ask for signs is by simply in your mind or out loud, just being like, universe, can you please show me a sign if and fill in the blank. So a lot of the times when we're starting to ask for those signs, that's where it's like our egos and our minds are very powerful. So you can force a sign. Um, You're very much so able. We have that, like that is manifestation. Essentially, we can force a sign. So the way to discern if you're forcing a sign or if it's a real sign, like I know that I know you get it if you are trying, if this is a question you have, because I've been in that situation where I've like asked for a sign, but then I'm like, okay, how is this sign coming about? And I am ultimately just forcing it. So I like to ask for signs in a very non-specific way. I don't like to ask for signs like, universe, show me 444 if this guy is going to text me back. Like I've had people ask me that. And those to me are very forced. They're too specific in the sense that they're not genuine. Like we are just trying to satisfy an ego's desire. They're not like a deeper, genuine, like, okay, hey, universe, show me a sign if I will find love. Show me a sign if I am worthy of love. Like those are kind of the deeper rooted ones that I think. And ultimately those are all going to show up. But when you ask for a sign, instead of looking for it, like the reason I say don't ask for a specific sign is because ultimately you will look for it. So I like to keep it vague. Show me a sign that I cannot question. That's kind of my keywords, like that I can't doubt that I need. So if I'm like, hey, show me a sign that this podcast is going to reach who it needs to. I don't know. And I'll always say, like, show me a sign that I can't question or doubt or resist that this podcast will, in fact, reach who it needs to. And I'll allow it. And maybe you don't get a sign. And if you don't get a sign, it doesn't mean that it's not going to come. Like, it's not like fact or not fact. Like, it is, in a sense, we're playing a game with the universe and we're asking for confirmation. Ultimately, when we are vocally asking for signs, it's because we don't trust ourselves. We're not trusting our own abilities. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I've asked for signs in times of just ultimate stress or ultimate just I need support. And it is not a bad thing, but I don't want you to ask for a sign, not receive it, and then think you're doomed because that's just you putting yourself in a cycle. I forever believe that our free will, you and your mind and your energy is the ultimate creator in co-creation with the universe. So I really believe that like you can create whatever you're asking for. Um, Will it make you the happiest? Will it be there forever? Those things I think are up to the universe. Like there were certain things I had a dream job and I manifested it and I absolutely hated it. So the universe gave me my dream job, but the universe didn't give me that dream job that I enjoyed. It gave me the dream job that I thought I wanted, but I was actually wrong. I wanted it for the wrong reasons. And those lessons are so humbling. So when you're asking yourself or the universe for these signs, give yourself permission to be okay if you don't receive it, because all that means is maybe you are asking for the wrong sign or you're asking for it for the wrong reasons. That's it. And just explore deeper. So When we ask for signs, ask yourself why you need the sign and why trusting yourself isn't enough. Because 
If you're scared of manifesting the wrong thing, I will tell you point blank, I have manifested the wrong thing so many times. And what is the wrong thing? The wrong thing means I didn't like my dream job or I didn't like the city that I moved to. Does it mean it was wrong? No, like it's just a perception. So ask yourself really at the core, why do you feel the need to need the sign? And what would it mean if it didn't, if the universe didn't give you a sign? Like be so honest with yourself because when you can be honest with yourself as to why you really want the sign and what would it mean, what would change if you didn't get the sign? Like, would you actually be different? Would you actually act differently? Probably not. You would just feel a little bit more empowered. So whether or not the sign comes, you can create that confirmation for yourself. I still think it's so fun asking for signs, but the way I like to navigate it is instead of constantly asking for signs, I like to just look at signs as like reminders from the universe that the universe is here and the universe is by my side. So instead of seeking them out to answer a specific question, I like to use signs and angel numbers specifically as, because I see them all the time, I just say, oh, hi, universe. Like, I like to think of it as like the universe is trying to talk to me. And the universe is just saying like, hey, we're in this together. Oh my gosh. If you were watching the video, I made a peace sign. That's so silly. (laughs) But like, that's what I see it as. It's like literally, literally the universe being like, sup, I'm here continue forward. Like you're doing great. Like almost like uh, you're doing great, sweetie, or like your mom just checking in on you. That's what I feel like when I see angel numbers. I feel just support. Um, Even if I don't even take the time to think about the meaning of a specific angel number, look at angel numbers a little bit differently. I know many people are going to be like, go ask for signs and do these things. And I think signs are beautiful. I think they're real. I honestly feel the most connected with signs from nature, like birds, hummingbirds, feathers. Like those to me feel like very specific signs because it's so nature-based, whereas numbers are very like man-made. Like all the things that are showing us numbers are clocks, technology, cars. Like it's not as nature-rooted. So that's why I, when I do play with signs, I like going more for the nature ones that I can't really force. Like I can type in 111 on my computer. You know what I mean? So it's asking yourself and playing with that and being honest with yourself. Like, what is the real reason I want these signs? So I would say those are my main questions I get. I think I answered, how do you actually ask and what do you do when you see them? And the last thing I want to share with you as you are playing with signs, you're playing with angel numbers is play with them, have fun with them. Don't take them so seriously. Don't feel like you have to know the exact meaning of the number. Allow yourself to receive the energy of it, which is why on my sweatshirts, I put the numbers there because I, firstly, for two reasons. One, I thought the energy of the numbers and the consecutive numbers felt very empowering like just allowing the energy of those numbers as they are to show up for you. But secondly, I thought it'd be so cool if like we were walking signs for other people. Like I feel like that's such a beautiful gift to give. Like when someone needs a sign and they see it on your sweatshirt, like how cool that you're the conduit, that you're the conductor. So that's really where the inspiration came from, not to just like be like, hey, here's my sign 444. That's not what my intention was. My intention was 
not only for you to just carry the energy of those numbers with you, because I think everything has energy, but also like if you can give that confirmation, if you wearing that can be someone else's confirmation, like what a gift. Like I thought that was so beautiful. So those are the reasons if you're wondering like, why did I make angel number sweatshirts if it should be divine? Um, that's why, because I thought it'd be so cool to embody that energy throughout yourself and your aura while sharing it forward. So it's kind of like a two-way thing. But if you have any other questions on signs or angel numbers, I'm going to put some more info in the show notes for you. And then other than that, play with your signs, have fun with them. Maybe at the end of this episode, just take a second and be like, universe, can you show me a sign? And just let it be. Don't put a timeline on it. Just ask for it and you'll be surprised. The universe knows how to communicate with you in your specific way. So maybe if it isn't angel numbers, maybe it's butterflies. Maybe it is a certain message or a certain phrase that's been kind of lingering in your mind. Like it's not that angel numbers are the only signs. There's so many and I'll take so many things as signs that people would traditionally think of as a coincidence. Like for me, the word love and creating a course around love um, has been really heavy in my mind. And I finally did it after seeing so many repetitions of the word love, examples of the word love. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take this as my sign that I need to just go and do it. So your signs don't need to come only in the form of numbers or in the form of butterflies and hummingbirds. They can come in all sorts of forms. So allow yourself to be open and trust that the universe knows how to communicate with you in a way that's specific to you. The universe knows you. You are a child of the universe. Like the universe knows how to talk to you. So I hope this episode was insightful. I hope that you do see the sign that you're searching for. And if you have any other questions, please DM me. I'm always here to help. So thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media. So I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today. And I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy.